Welcome back to Ready Comics Roll. If you enjoy what you're listening to, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm the first Avenger, Anthony. The city is flying, we're fighting an army of robots, and I have a bow and arrow. I'm Mike. None of this makes any sense. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. I'm the Mad Titan John. I cannot wait for fucking Infinity Wars to come out. With everything that we've seen and everything we've gone up through, up to Black Panther, I cannot fucking wait for Infinity War. I can't wait for Ant-Man versus Wasp, or Ant-Man and Wasp, and that might seem weird, but I actually, I'm, I'm kind of looking beyond Infinity War already. Like, I, I, I think I've got the, the, the... Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> Infinity War, keep eyes on the prize. May 4th, do I, it. I think I have, I, but I think I have the, the, like, the, the theme of what they're going for with Infinity War. I think we're gonna lose a few people. I think we're going to have a few things change. Going into, I think, what we're going to call Phase 4.1? I don't know. Like, where, where are we going? Po- like, what do we, what do we call it when Phase 3 ends? Do we go, are we still in Phase 3? Are More we in epic Thanos. That's yeah. what we're calling it. All right? <laughs> yeah, so, Ant-Man versus Wasp, at least from what I understand, and is actually... And Wasp, it's not actually versus, I, that was my bad. Did I say and versus? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're following up like, my This is all... Ha ha! They're not married yet. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what it'll come but down I, to. When it's Ant-Man marries Wasp, then it's Ant-Man th- uh, 4 at that point, because it's like Ant-Man I'm, and Wasp, that's Ant-Man 2. Ant-Man marries Wasp, that's 3. Ant-Man versus Wasp. That's the, the divorce. divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, that's yeah, too bad it's not Hank Pym, because that would make total sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in regards to that, I mean, no, I believe that that movie is going to be the start of Phase 4. So we have Infinity Wars Part 1 is going to be the end of Phase 3. Well, from from my understanding, Phase 3 continues on a little bit further beyond Infinity War, because it lasts until we go to Infinity War Part 2. Because Captain Marvel is still part of in, uh, of Marvel Phase Three, as per the MCU timeline, That's which true. is a huge like cluster fucking itself. We, I know we were kind of discussing this before cast and everything like that, but uh, when we were talking about how Ant Man is going to kind of be weird with how it falls uh, storyline wise, I'm actually, or what we presume storyline. Yeah, I'm not actually sure because some of the some of the trailers make you think that it's falling right after Civil War, but I have a feeling that there's something that's going to happen with Infinity War, which is why he's being released on like his own recognizance kind of thing. Because remember, he was in he was in prison at the end of Civil War. Yeah, he, he was on the raft. He, he still Cap broke him out. He Cap, broke them all out. Yeah. Well, Cap shows up at the end, or you think Cap showed up at the end because they don't really show. It doesn't matter. In the you just preview, see Falcon smile. All you know, okay, no, you it, see him show up. He comes out of the shadows. You, don't forget in the trailer for it, you actually see. Listen, we've been on the run. We've like been on the run for a while, and it's all because of you. And they're like shrinking the building and doing all this other shit. So either way, whether he, he had to have gotten out if memory serves us correctly, and they're on the run. So they're the disconnects. Well, I think they're on run from whatever villain is coming after them in this movie. Um, I think it's from the government. It could be very well be both. It, yeah, it, it, there very well could be a like Deathlock kind of 
like political villain kind of thing going on after that. But regardless, the, the fact of the matter is, if Infinity War happened with all the crazy th- shit that Thanos is going to pull, I'm pretty sure that if this did happen after Infinity War, the government would be like, yeah, we kind of have bigger things to worry about. Like this big purple dude punching people in the face. Well, but here's the thing. Slapping how mu- the Hulk around. How mu- okay. Remember slapping the Hulk around. Yes. Like, like Thor the Dark World, how much of Infinity War is going to take place on Earth? How much of it is going to affect the world around? Because we've seen a few scenes where, like, Thanos is beating the crap out of Spider-Man. But there's no real collateral damage in that fight. He's just beating the crap out of Spider-Man. So, so from what we've gathered from some of the the trailer information, from kind of what I'm even presuming, um, obviously, the big bads are still not going to be Thanos in Infinity War 1. It's going to be... Children of Thanos. I hate that because, I mean, I, I know the, the connection between them, but the, the Black Order, okay? Uh, which, by the way, I have my gripes about the fact that they're not putting in Supergiant in this, and I think I've gone on record by saying that before. And I also don't like the fact that they are renaming, apparently, Black Dwarf to Obsidian Cole, which is kind of um, the cultish, uh, I want to almost say, name for the group. And they're just giving him straight up the name of Obsidian Call instead of Black Dwarf. Um, but aside from that, the whole movie for Infinity War, um, or at least part one, is going to have to do with them. So everything that's going to be on Earth is probably going to be the Black Order coming in and dealing stuff with there. Because we've seen stuff with um, Peter Parker out in space, a lot of stuff basically still within New York. We haven't, uh, now, we're probably going to get another trailer. Before no, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get a trailer. But a lot of the trailers that they've done month. were on Earth. We also see the fight that takes place in Wakanda. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, there's definitely. It seems like it's very, at least currently, I would say, just from what we've seen so far, I'm gonna go based on what we've seen and Earth-based. say that it's mostly gonna be Earth based. But okay. But the thing is, is if it if say sixty forty, this movie takes place in Wakanda. There, there's not going to be collateral damage to places like New York, and again, what it comes down to is this: when when Thanos is going to do his invasion with the Black Order, it's going to be on four different fronts. You're going to have four different mega class generals in four different areas. This is going to be a clusterfuck of events that's going on with that, which hopefully diverges into one thing. I, I th- this is the problem. I think that given the way that Marvel has handled the, let's say, ensemble cast thus far, that I don't think that's going to be the case. I think we're going to get a bit part in the opening where Thanos and the Black Order arrive, and we're going to deal with that scene with him and Spider-Man. That's going to be relatively, mm, I don't want to say early on, but... Within the first, like, 30 to 45 minutes. Do you want to tell him the ways in which he's wrong, or do you want me to go for it? Go ahead. One thing, you're saying that it's it's not going to be split. I I mean, we've seen it where it's literally... In, in Mike's defense, there is going to be... There is going to be some space stuff, but it's going to be around Earth. We've already seen it. Peter Parker going into space. Yeah, basically. He, he has to get to that point. Where Remember, we see the scene where... Oh, one thing, I'm still geeking out of the fact that we kind of see Spider-Sense in action because you actually see his hair stand on end. Then he looks up and he's like, oh, hey, look at that giant space thing just floating in the middle of New York. It has to get to that point. Not to mention, you go ahead and you see Doctor Strange, you see uh, Tony Stark. They're in the middle of New York. They came out of the, the Sanctum 
and you see all this craziness going on. You see them, they are their own, basically the New York-based team, including Spider-Man, who eventually will join them before they go off into space. You see, again, you see the forces in Wakanda fighting against an invading force. It's very much, at least for the majority of the film, at least, again, from what we've seen, which is quite literally shown to us, it will be, like John pointed but, out, a, and it'll be, is divide and conquer. I, here's the thing. I think it will be two fronts. I don't think it's going to be four fronts. I think you're going to have essentially Sacred Avengers and current Avengers versus Black Order and Thanos. And I, this is the reason why I say that Peter Parker thing happens split from either one of them. Because he's the only one that has not really truthfully chosen a side post-homecoming in either one of the two Avengers teams at this point. You have... You still have the split post Civil War. You still have Tony Stark's team. You still have uh, yeah, and he's still totally he's still Tony Stark's team. Not really, because he 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 doesn't he doesn't join with well he doesn't he's and not, he's not wearing the armor that we see Tony try to oh, give him at the end not. of Homecoming and, and, either. But uh, I, I look at it this way: I think he's basically he, kind of he's basically kind of said, "Hey, Tony, if you need my help, I'm there for you." But if you remember at the end of Homecoming, Spider-Man has basically been like, "I'm going to go out and kind of be my friendly neighborhood Spider-Man self." You're right in a sense that he hasn't ch- chosen a side, but he's chosen his allegiance. He is not going to be with Cap. No he's way. not going to be in Wakanda. He is no. going to be in New York. He's going to be but he again, this is what I this is where the the, the trailers kind of have that sense of Spider-Man's going to do what Spider-Man does in the comic books. Spider-Man is never the like I'm fighting with the with the group and and you know on the winning battle. He's always the guy that holds the line while other people show up. Well, no, no, yeah, I, I think you're misunderstanding what I'm referring to with this. It's it's the we're not talking about a division between the teams anymore because Cap is going to be in Wakanda doing his own thing. Yes. They're not necessarily going to be working together, but they're not going to be working against each other. No, I'm not saying they're going to be working against each other. I'm going to say that Thanos is going to, like, Thanos knows. The way the way this all works out is Thanos strategized this in some fashion. Yes. Like, he, it's Thanos. It, it's yeah. Thanos. He knows that there's a division between the two, so he's going to try to keep them apart. That's the reason why he starts the, the fight in Wakanda, and that's the reason why he starts the fight in New York. I think that... The whole reason why we see Spider-Man fighting him alone is because Spider-Man gets there first. If the only way for us to really get into a scenario with, um, uh, like, on more than... Because this is the other thing. You're saying two fronts. That's after. But that's that's <laughs> also... That can only be on Earth. So no, no that's, theory, all on, that's all on... But I'm saying that I think... A lot of that's going to take place earlier in the film than we think it is. Because, again, this has been Marvel's way of dissuading us through trailers up till now. Like, they, they continue to do this. They did it a lot with Thor Ragnarok. We got a lot of the CGI edited out for the trailers. We got a lot of things with Black Panther where it, there's no, there's no time collusion in, in the trailer. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that's the reason why Marvel does trailers so well. Yeah, but they Because didn't... they lie to us in the no, trailer. No, and I agree. Like I said before, I don't think we've seen the last of what kind of information we're going to get from a trailer, but I don't think it's going to be a lot of like space heavy stuff. I think between a battle in Wakanda, a battle in New York, and what's going on around the planet. I'm not saying, I'm not you're not going to see, you're not going to have a time to also do a lot of 
of stuff with Guardians and Thor out in space. No, no. no. What I was what I was trying to say is I don't think it's going to be like I don't. I'm not trying to say that it's going to be space heavy. I'm trying to say that it's not going to be collateral damage heavy. What I'm trying to say is that. Then I want you to know. Hold on. First first off, first and foremost, wrong. (laughs) Only because it's Thanos. Number two, how you very well explained it in the very beginning of this episode, you did it horribly. What I was trying to say is that the, the reason why they don't talk about it in Ant-Man and Wasp, because Ant-Man and Wasp does technically take place after this. Apparently, according to the, again to the MCU timeline, this takes which place after Which we still do not have after? an official I thought I thought we were saying... I, I brought up the before. official timeline. It is after. Did the, you? Because I could have yes, sworn that I, one that was on the set office timeline. No, no, I brought up their official timeline, oh, okay. the one that actually has like the color coding with everybody's little markers and stuff. It's weird. It's hard to read because it's in the it's like the size never and lines up right with my discombobulated. Monitor. And I hate to get on the mic is wrong train, but as we just pointed out as we were talking, I pulled up the trailer for the latest trailer of Infinity War. You actually do see Peter Parker in. Well, the, that, that again, I, what I was trying to say is that's that's a that's a later scene because like, he's wearing the other suit. He's wearing. The suit that Peter, or that I or that Tony Stark tried to give him at the end of Homecoming. He's wearing that suit. In the scene that we saw him fight Thanos, he's wearing the older suit. No, it, okay. So this is how I think it's going to play out. I think Thanos is going to show up. I think he is going to make his presence known. I think at that point in time there might be some interaction, but ultimately Thanos is going to be like, nah, "You guys still aren't worth my fucking time." And he's going to kind of step back and let his Black Order go to work like they're supposed to. Unleashing his army, unleashing his generals. Why would they put such an emphasis on his generals if they weren't going to be utilized in this movie? And why would you give so much of the big bad in the first movie glimpses? Yes. Some of his stuff, yes. We, but you won't see the true badass nature and destructive power that is the Mad Titan until the next movie. But I'm You're going to get little teasers. And, that, and that's what I'm trying to say, is I'm thinking that so little is going to truly happen in Infinity War Part 1 that if by the time we get... If you think little by Black Order, you're wrong. Well, no, you have to understand that there, something apparently goes on to where Ant-Man and Wasp can take place after Infinity War that there's no real collateral damage. There's no there's no massive destruction. There's no... This is about okay. to go from a verbal whoa, 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 whoa. about yeah, to a yeah. physical one. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, like, okay, okay. I'm not saying they nuked the planet. Again, you're misconstruing the fact that you're thinking when I say there's going to be a large amount of collateral damage, there's a large amount of collateral damage in every fucking uh, superhero movie almost to date. Especially when it's New someone York, of Skakur- massive uh, size, massive strength. You put the Hulk in something. He doesn't even fight something that's worthy. He just destroys it on his fucking own. When they did uh, Avengers 1 and they called down the entire fucking like Clintar army, guess what? New York got... Chitauri. Do not mention Clintar. Do not mention Simeons. <laughs> At least not yet. <laughs> anyway. It, it, the, the New York got royally fucked, but you know what? New York was still around. That was enough damage to say that it was a large amount of cl- collateral damage without saying, guess what? New York is fucking gone. No, no, no. You, you, you misunderstand. But I'm saying, I'm saying that the, it, it's so little of a talking point 
that the last thing that they reference in the trailers for Ant-Man and Wasp is what happened in Civil War. So literally, he he's not he doesn't get contacted by anybody for but Infinity hold on. War. So I'm, I'm confused at what you're saying because you said this movie being uh, brought to us in theaters after it. You're saying it also takes pl- place after Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, it takes place after it in the timeline. According to the MCU timeline, Ant-Man and Wasp is after. So like, so where's your but evidence that says it's after when before the cast you said the Ant-Man uh, movie is going to take place before I Infinity was saying War. it looks like it takes place before because of the way that the trailer shot. So in other words you have no evidence to support either. Well, according to the again, the actual Marvel timeline, their their sponsored timeline, it shows Infinity War, Ant-Man Wasp, Captain Marvel, Infinity War Part 2. Are you looking at when the movies are supposed to drop? No. It's, <laughs> you're not going to say. That sounds really... Because it shows, it, shows the, the gap, the, it shows the gap for Doctor the, Strange. The, the, because that, that shows... That's just like very reminiscent to... Isn't that how the movies, movies are actually going to drop? No, because <laughs> we're, probably, we're probably not going to get Captain Marvel anytime soon. Because again, they still... Like... We don't have we don't have a full cast roster. Anthony's going to be on the phone right now, trying to look up uh, when the release date for uh, Captain, Captain Marvel does not have a release date. She's she's going to be in uh, Infinity War two. We we kind of already know that. We we suspect that she's going to be in Infinity War two. We have not had any solid oh, confirmation no, on that. She's going to be the replacement she... for Hulk in Captain America. <laughs> well, not only that, but uh, what I was actually looking up. Is the fact that too her story largely takes place in the past? So the yeah. fact that we see in the chronological order, we're talking about the timeline. In the chronological order, her thing actually takes place after Iron Man, but the the first Iron Man, but ends at the end of Infinity. No, it War. should actually take place before Iron Man because this is back when. Or yeah, be, this, it, this it, it, sorry, it takes place after Captain America: The First Avenger. Sorry, I was looking at the timeline. Well, the, the World War Two part, yes, uh, not the, the actual War, yes him coming back part, yes. Yeah, but that's exactly what I'm getting at. So that's why this this chart you no, found the, the, the seems chart weird. the chart has both ends. Well, what I'm there, saying there's is a it, difference. Too. It shows both ends because it showed where uh, Doctor Strange begins, which is after um, Captain America, or it, it's at the same time as Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and then ends after. Notice how um, much we're struggling with this because MCU's just so wonky when it comes to their continuity for their no, timeline. No, it's not that they, they're they, even wonky. It's, it's, it's they try to leave enough subtle hits to to say, "Hey, listen, it kind of appears at this point in time or that point in time." But I look at it this way to to just kind of reiterate the fact that a city can be a city can be really fucked up, or that events can occur with the uh, these major generals coming in. Uh, the Black Order to do what they need to do just because it, it, it let's presume screw that it takes place before it takes place after Infinity War chronologically let's say they're not going to be wonky and it takes place after Infinity War they could be at any puck in place and still do what they need to do they they can be a, getting away from the US government because they drove off the, the Black Order and there wasn't like world destruction but there were cities that were kind of screwed up maybe just as much destruction as there was in new york you know what i mean so uh, whether that's the case or not like i don't know how we got on this tangent about what like whether it's coming before coming because after, it's just or... it gets really weird to us because of that very reason okay so the reason the reason for that is because in literally every other avenue in in, in 
things outside of the actual like movies they have done the tie-ins to the universe so, so that you so know where things fall in the so timeline. So what you're saying is, well, I think I get what you're saying now. Uh, basically, this is not going to be um, Avengers 3. This is actually going to be Guardians 3. Because what you're basically trying to tell me is that everything that happens in that first, like, 45 minutes of the movie is Earth, and then the no, rest of the last again, two that's hours not what is I'm out saying. in space. What, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> round and round we you're, go. You're, you're going back to the first thing that you thought, which is not what I was saying. What okay, I'm saying you is said that it very not... poorly. No. I... <laughs> All right, let's just get off this. Let's get back to the whole thing of... This whole discussion was supposed to be about everything so far in regards to the MCU leading up to... That's what we're discussing! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are focusing just on the... Wa- we, we've, we've been on Ant-Man and Wasp for far too long. No, I'm talking about actual the uh, Infinity War itself. No, yeah, no, but I'm talking about the stuff leading up to Infinity War. Ah. Yes. So, I mean, we, this all did start with which movie, would you say? Starts with Iron Man. Duh. <laughs> duh. duh. Yeah, duh. Hey. Wait a minute, didn't, didn't Hulk come out before then? Okay, we don't talk about We don't talk about that. That's considered part of the MCU? No, it isn't. No. No. Incredible because... Hulk is part of the MCU. Well, that's what I meant. Um, the one with Edward Norton is yes. the one I'm referring to. That came out after. It did? Yes. Crap. Yeah. Once I'm... That came out after yeah. Iron Man 2. Wait, what? Yep. Wow. Yeah, we had, we had a full almost year and a half between Why did they get rid of Edward MCU Norton? movies? Uh, probably because Edward Norton... He was is... too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, won, he wanted $2.5 million no, for the I, beginning I, of the contract I, for Avengers. I actually believe that the reason why they went away from Edward Norton is because of the fact that they wanted to go away from all the Hulk movies in the past. Um, they, they really did. I mean, I as mean, much as I think Edward Norton is a fantastic actor and he's actually... The incredible, the, but the Incredible Hulk did well. Like, as far as... Far not as things, well enough. But that's because everybody had a bad taste in their mouth from the last Hulk movie it with Eric Banner. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it still didn't do well. It Punching didn't do well. giant dogs. Yeah. But, no, I, and this is the thing. They accept that. They still accept it in the MCU. Incredible Hulk is still part of the MCU. I'm waiting to see that. It's third. in all their timelines. It's on all their... It's on all their shit. It, like, anything that Disney and Marvel host, it's that's, on... That's still the reason why I brought it up because for some reason in my head that came before the rest of the other stuff. No, it didn't. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're no. thinking of Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah. Oh god. No. Which no one needs to be thinking about that because that was not even that was I think Paramount Pictures. Oh, yeah, no, because now now I remember the because there was the after credit scene where uh, Stark speaks to General Ross. Yeah. Fuck that guy, and he's just like, hey, heard you had a Hulk problem, and that was the whole thing. We're building they, a team. Yeah. Well, yeah. because I, I I don't think that they got a bad guy to play General Ross. No, no, he's fantastic for General Ross. Yeah. Because I hate him, and that's the whole point. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this character, this actor needs to play him all the time because I hate him so much. It's He's synonymous with my hate. <laughs> um, but either way, Iron Man launched it off. How it's kind of gone to this point in, you know, touching on uh, Avengers, touching on Guardians and stuff like that. The the tie-in, I, to tell you the truth, and I... I I expected some more tie-ins at some points with some of the ending trailer scenes, but I I don't know if that's just Marvel going, hey, listen, we don't want to wear it too thin. We don't want to burn you out, which is why they also did the whole major troll thing at the end of Homecoming with the little PSA with Captain America, like, patience. Sometimes patience can be rewarded. Sometimes it can lead to nothing, and you're disappointed. Right. (laughs) Which is so great. But that, that's that again. That's been part of the like the whole 
MCU world building experience. They have done these things in such a way that we can play this game where we don't know where Ant-Man and Wasp line up. We don't know where don't Infinity it's War is going to end. War. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't listened to Reddit Control podcast or seen anything involving John, he is a huge Thanos fanboy. I just want to uh, listen. I know that it's going to be one of those things that comes in, burns like a white hot flame, and then goes out because they'll move on quickly. But just to see this... It, to understand the crucial role that Thanos himself plays in the Marvel landscape, it's going to be huge. Like, just I just remember that time he was defeated by Squirrel Girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. who hasn't okay. been though? Yeah, that's that is very who true. hasn't been. Squirrel Girl can kick the shit out of anyone. Okay, <laughs> but still. The, the fact that this guy plays such a crucial role in the entire landscape to finally see him come to theaters and have it uh, be a major role, then it's, to me, it's huge. Well, now we have the, now we have the confusing thing now that we're getting the, the X-Men back. What's going to happen? Is Josh Brolin going to be Cable and, and Thanos in the same movie at some no, point? No, they they've, they've already said that it's going to be a while before they do anything as far as X-Men's concerned. Have yeah. you seen those, um, The they've really expanded on the Deadpool paintings? <laughs> so I, I, I saw the Bob one of Ross them, Deadpool. The, yeah, the de- Bob Ross. De- but instead, he's not even dressed up as Bob Ross. He's just kind of sitting in front of a canvas, and he's doing these characters. And um, I remember the seeing the the first one, um, and it, Deadpool paints. You know, you have uh, Josh Brolin over there sitting in his cable stuff, and he's kind of sitting down having Deadpool draw this picture of him, and it, it's from his character all the way back from Goonies. <laughs> he draws oh, yeah, his yeah, 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 and then they came out with a subsequent one and um it's deadpool sitting there in cables drawing him and he draws him as green lantern <laughs> <laughs> cgi outfit and uh-huh. all both showing how much they hate one exactly another. and then they do another one cable's sitting back down and deadpool's drawing him again and he draws cable as Thanos. <laughs> it's just this constant back and forth. I love how they keep on doing this whole thing with them and other characters kind of showing other people that they played or anything like that. Like they did one for um, Michael B. Jordan. Like he's sitting there as um, Killmonger and <laughs> Deadpool draws him as uh, Johnny Storm. Oh, from no. the movie that shall not be named. <laughs> well, you know, that actually brings up a very good point. If you ever do terrible in a Fantastic Four film, especially with the Human Torch, the MCU will redeem you. Yes, it will. Because Chris will. Evans, Human Torch, <laughs> Captain America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> Human <laughs> Torch, Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> and if you haven't checked out our review of Black Panther, make sure you go over there and check it oh, out. Oh, but if you play Ben Grimm, you will never work in the city ever again. <laughs> you know, funny enough, I didn't mind that actor who played Ben Grimm, though. Like, from the original... From the, no, not, I, but you haven't seen him in anything since. Like, after The Shield, after he was Ben Grimm, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that that's very true. <laughs> the person that I'm waiting to come back to um, prominence and reprise his role is the guy who played Victor Von Doom in the original 
uh, one thing. He was a, he was a decent actor. I don't think he like I don't think he did a fantastic enough Doom to where they're going to cast him again. Well, I think I there know, are like, other people that a lot of can cast. I, he 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 did well as Doom. At least the Doom he was, he was written given. for. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So again, if we have better writers, he definitely has the look. He definitely shows he has the attitude. He does it, have the look. That and you give him a mask, he, he looks even better. Like that's what it comes down <laughs> in to. In the comics, they've shown him a few times before, with an actual face. No, before I know. the scarring. Yeah, yeah. He actually, there's a few comics where they draw him way too much looking like Tony Stark, and it's just a little weird. <laughs> but I, I'm just hey, another thing that I it would be phenomenal because you know that some of these contracts, uh, like Robert Downey Jr., are probably going to come to an end at some point in time, whether it's by his choice or by Marvel saying, listen, we're ready to go in another direction. Uh, what if they brought in, and I know we've toyed about this idea before, Iron Doom as, I don't want to say a replacement for Tony Stark, but a replacement for the Iron Man armor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to kind of put that out there. They would replace... Tony Stark's intellect with another person of high intellect. Um, they would do, I don't know, Amadeus Cho as Hulk Brainiac. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, something crazy. My thing is this. The, where it is right now, I don't I don't think that those, like, I, I do think that Tony's probably out after Infinity War, at least part two, if not this first one. I think Chris Evans out after Infinity War one, maybe two. That's the thing, too, is we're sitting here just debating. The one thing we know for a fact, some people going to die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, I definitely think that they're like, listen, this is a huge cast. We want to give you something that actually weighs in on something. I However, I don't think they can kill off Clint Barton now. I don't think they can kill I, Hawkeye now. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. they will because he's, Cap- not, he's not important enough for you to actually care when he dies. Well, no, I, they, hate, they, I hate saying that because no, I like if he, if he would have died at the end of Age of Ultron instead of, instead of Quicksilver, I, I think still, we would have cared more. Uh, really? really? I think we would have cared more because of the, the character. The if character you mean more by comparison, sure. Yeah. But I still think it would pretty much just kind of be like, meh. It's and one of the, I, that, what they were going for is we we fed you this entire thing the entire time. He's we're gonna, gonna die, make you feel die. like he's gonna die, he's and gonna then we're die, gonna... He's gonna die. No, nope. no, nope. dude, who's dude who's good, 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 who's uh, no, dude who is super fast. Nope, weakness bullets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that made no sense whatsoever, and was super frustrating. And can, the kick would and dodge anything. But not machine gun bullets. They're too fast. Maybe, maybe um, I am the only person on this train. But whoever they get rid of, can you please make sure Vision goes with him? <laughs> we know Vision's going Ooh, with him. He might, he might live. Although it's highly doubtful. You see, well, the, where they're extracting the gem, and he's just like, ah. here's the thing. I think, I mean, he'll I think we're gonna like get a continuance thing. of Paul Bettany in the MCU. I don't think we're going to get him as Vision necessarily. I think what may happen, and this will probably appease some people who like him as an actor, which I have no problem with as, as an actor. I just hate the character Vision. Oh. I think what will happen is he will get destroyed. And that'll be his role in Infinity War. And then whenever they get the stone back, he may come back. You know what I mean? They're gonna do the they're gonna do the reverse. They're gonna go from Vision to Wonder Man instead of from Wonder Man to Vision. Yeah, it'll be it'll be something crazy. But it more or less. Now the, you're a real boy. Uh, yeah, you know the it, the reality gem will manifest. Since they in, wanted to make the Pinocchio reference with Ultron. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All I know is they've been absolutely on point since day one with casting. And what I want for it to happen is I want Sony's Venom to be at least just successful enough because we know it's being used as a kind of testing the waters point. 
I want it to be successful enough to, one, we get Tom Hardy's Venom in the MCU, which would be awesome. But two, that would give us the chance of having J.K. Simmons come back, reprising the role is John Jonah Jameson. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. John Jonah. <laughs> yes, sorry. Yeah. Wow, the person who yes, loves the Spider-Verse said something crazy. <laughs> but um, No, it is John it, Jonah Jameson. Fuck you. I was it, right. Well, John it, Jonah it, Jameson yeah. Jr. And John Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But J. Everybody refers to him as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. yeah. I say the full name. I'm sorry. Anyway. Hiccup. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yes, they're going to make it at least a kind of a darker role with that. But I don't know if you'll ever actually see Venom go towards like Infinity War. No, he's not going to be in Infinity War. I'm again, I'm just talking, and I'm about talking even general. down the line. No, no, he's not going to be in Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just want to go ahead and see him come back to reprise the role. My thing <laughs> is, is... Are we going to have Tom Hardy long enough to bring him into Phase 4 or even Phase 5? Like, do you think he'll want to play Venom for the next I five th- years? I he's w- a huge fan of Venom. Have you mm-hmm. seen some of the stuff he's done leading up to this? He's also the kind of person who, remember, he turned down the role because he was going to be originally uh, Jack Flagg in Suicide Squad. He's like, oh, no, I'm not going to be part of this dumpster fire. He's very selective <laughs> in the roles that he plays, which yeah. is the only reason I have any inkling of hope for this Venom movie. Right. And I look at it this way, though. I think it's going to be a very smart idea for Marvel with the fact that, okay, you know, Netflix has its own little microverse that does little touches here and there to the MCU. And then uh, you have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which kind of takes us a little bit Uh, more connected. (laughs) It used to. Either way, they're they're still mentioning uh, the Kree. We're going to see the Kree when it comes down to, um, you know, Captain Marvel. Uh, we're, they well, may... Hopefully, unless they completely revamp her backstory. No, for uh, no, saying it's going to be Kree, it's, it's going to be Scroll. Kree and Scroll, which I can't wait until they introduce more Scroll. Like, that, that'll be great. Um, but kind of having these smaller movies that, again, kind of litter the landscape with heroes and kind of something to do and fulfill your dreams of finally seeing, like, a mainstream movie of your favorite hero, which would be great, but not necessarily... You can't... I know we're loading up the hero factor on Infinity War. By me. Disney (laughs) is loading up the factor for Infinity War and stuff like that. But you're not going to be able to cycle in that many heroes here and there and stuff like that. Uh, It's so much going on. So it's almost a smart, like, carpet bombing mentality of kind of putting out all these little things that, hey, listen, Venom can still have this say, hey, I've been out in space... I know what exists out there and have the... Oh, God, God, we're going to get Space Night Venom. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a good run. I don't know why I'm saying, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I could see, like you said, with uh, the whole Venom going out into space and dealing with this, that, and the other, it would be at least down the line a connection to more scroll action, more, you know, Kree action, more stuff like that, to where he is an Earth guy and he can be out in space. He's a good bridge in between. You're going to get a lot more probably like solo things. I'm waiting for, and I've said this time and time again, um, Moon Knight on Netflix. You know what I mean? Uh, I want it. I want it. I needs it. <laughs> I, I that I can't wait for for that to kind of really come through. No, I I I, do, I definitely see a Moon Knight Netflix series in the future. I also kind of, in some weird way, am hoping because there, there I there I know Cloak and Dagger is coming out. 
I'm not sure if yeah. it's going to be Netflix or no, if it's, it's going to be Netflix. Hulu. It's gonna, no, it's on Hulu either. It's a another like third party, lesser known streaming service. Okay. Oh no, but no, I, also I, I thought it was it, only going to be on um, the Marvel streaming service. Unless kind of like DC has, unless they changed it up because originally, again, it was supposed to be on some like not so well known streaming service. Mm. But with the announcement of the Marvel streaming service, they CW. made a change in their mind. <laughs> CW, <laughs> dude, CW Seed is actually doing rather well for for a streaming service. Um, however, um, you have that, but I'm also looking forward to Moon Girl and Devil Dino- Dinosaur because that's supposed to be a series. Say that, that like yeah, I, yeah, it's a little bit. Um, <laughs> Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, <laughs> like you just slur it out. <laughs> um, that's another one of those series that I think would do well. I'm hoping that one leads more towards Hulu versus Netflix because that would fit better with the Runaways. I'm just wondering how they're going to do that because she's heavily, or at least more recently, rooted in the whole Inhumans thing, and Humans is canceled because it was garbage. And I'm angry about well, that. you can do her without the Inhumans, to be fair, because they're going to probably tie her in with. Um, well, she is an Inhuman. Uh, yeah, she is an Inhuman, but they're probably going to tie her in with the Runaways if they I... tie her into the Huluverse. Or, if Huluverse gets Squirrel Girl, they might tie her in with her. I would not mind for Inhumans to have a second chance as a complete reboot. Ignore everything that happened before and recast, redo it, restart it. I don't know if... Keep here, Ramsey here. Bolton. <laughs> I would say, yeah, keep the actors, but just pretend the Florida reason the first season. No, you have you have to get rid of a couple of yeah. them because some well, of them. Well, who would you change? Oh, okay. Who would you change? Who would you change? No, you keep lock. No, no, no. I'm saying okay. You keep keep lockjaw. Lock okay. You keep lockjaw. They put a lot of money into that guy. Keep lockjaw. I like Karnak. And I like Karnak uh, wasn't bad. Ramsey it, Bolton wasn't bad. It, the chick who played Crystal. To be to be fair, like so much of that casting. I mean, it, it could have been good. It may have been the script, but some of it just didn't feel right. The, no, to me, the casting a lot of was, it the casting right. was great. Nope. The issue was the costumes. Nope. The costumes and the CGI. There was a lot of bad, even with the acting. I mean, Ramsey Bolton, the guy who played Ramsey Bolton was probably the best <laughs> acted one out of that. Um, We're just going to keep calling him Ramsey Bolton. You're damn right. <laughs> Don't know the actor name. The, Don't the, give a crap about the actual character name. We're just going to call him Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, listen, um, the the... Bastard of Dreadfort is completely fine with uh, Inhumans and his casting, and I'm and I'm really fine with him. But I didn't care for um, the guy casted as Black Bolt. Um, who'd you pick? I, I don't be, know to who fair, I would pick. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I didn't like the casting. If you're gonna make me compare, then I have nothing to compare it to. No, no, that's fine. fine. Keep him. That was that wasn't saying, me yeah. trying to be combative. I'm just curious if you had something. This else. show is all about combative. Excuse me, sir. Um, well, okay. Here's the thing. He's he's one of the few that I might not replace only because he had no lines and you didn't know how he acted. No, build wise he fit, and that's the only thing you need for Black Bolt because he doesn't speak. He doesn't deliver lines. He gives looks and nods at people. That's yeah, but, all he which does. Which is probably yeah, the most even, difficult form of acting it, is through it body is, language. But I, and... I felt like his his um, his body acting, okay, was wasn't really that great. Like I, I just don't feel like he. Kind to of be fair, I, I think a lot of that was because of the lady the 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 lady that they had playing Medusa. I think that a lot of. Her acting fell flat. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not it, it made that. his acting seem more flat because she was the one interpreting for him. I think that he did decently in the body it language department. more flat? Like, 
I mean, I really can't say anything more than there's nowhere up when from you're, ground when you're level. O- when you're only acting, <laughs> when you're only acting with body language, I mean, <laughs> when you're only acting with body language, who you're acting against matters. And that that comes from theater I, experience. I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't yeah. like sign or like make a face. Like that's not what I said. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you interpreting the Bullshit. shorthand version of what I just said? Yeah. Say it, what I really said. Somehow, with his arms and hands, he just kind of creates a cow, and he's like, "Bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing a reboot of it, but you'd have to trash a lot for it. I still feel the way they should have introduced him is it should have been done through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first. Especially with this season, the fact that it's so heavy in space, you have the Kree, you have a lot of what's going on there. That could have easily been the transition into, hey, Mm -hmm. here's the the royal family, here's the Inhumans. Then give them their own The problem was is that it also took place in a future. Like, in a future. Not the future necessarily, but in a future. So they, that still trying, could have been a way. Were they trying to make the Inhuman verse separate from the rest of everything? No, they were trying to pull the final episode of um, Lost. No, what was that? What was that show with Chuck Norris? No, that's what everybody was. <laughs> Walker Texas Ranger. Walker Texas Ranger, where the la- the last episode was just a dream. The final episode of Walker Texas Ranger is his wife's dream. If you've ever watched Walker Texas Ranger, that's the final episode. Are you sure you're not thinking Sopranos? No, Sopranos wasn't a dream. It went black. That yeah, was the, that was the end of Sopranos. It just went black. Yeah, yeah. I remember the ends of shit very well. <laughs> she has a dream where they're going after a criminal that had eluded him before in one of the previous seasons. She thinks that her, him, and his uh, the partner guy. I hate shows that end shot. where it's like some kind of dream or something like that. Yeah, she or wakes or up or and you don't get legitimate you don't closure. Get, yeah, yeah, I I hate that. <laughs> South Park made fun of it, and they even tied it into um, another show that also ended in a dream sequence that I can't remember off the top of my head. Where it's um, the I think it's even the same actress that played Walker Texas Ranger's wife in the other show, um, but. Besides that, MCU talk. Yeah, I don't. What? You're the yeah. one that's. Just, just, I know you sent me off on a tangent. But I didn't send you shit. Sorry, all I picture now, like you were just rambling on about Walker Texas Ranger, <laughs> and I'm thinking about Chuck Norris's beard and how it has a fist behind it. Like that's about it. And I'm just trying to recall all the old Chuck Norris memes jokes. and jokes from Chuck Norris. And we're so past that now, aren't we? Yes. Are yes, we, we are. <laughs> we I, 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 think, I think we just got roundhouse kicked by Chuck Norris on this show. Oh, God. We lost our train of thought. Yeah. And that, my friends, is how you kick a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> if it's Chuck Norris, it's punch a dead horse. Oh, now, now I'm just trying to think of things that I saw in trade chat. Now, anyways. In the Barons. No. Anyways. Back in the day. In regards to the whole situation with Inhumans, no, um, to answer your question, John, that's always been part of the major plan because you had, um, I think her name's Daisy, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Quake, she, Daisy. Quake, yeah. She is an Inhuman, so they, they definitely, within Agents, she'll kind of introduce Inhumans in general. Yeah. But they easily, I guess, and like I said, I think that this season would have been the perfect opportunity to introduce the royal family, and then after that, after they've been established, they played a role in this season give them their own series and kind of go from there. No, I agree with that. We've kind of had uh, loose conversations about this. How they went about introducing them, how they went about actually writing and creating the episodes, I don't think that the story was well fit. If they retooled it and you have to scrap everything and redo it, that's the only way that that reboot is going to like work. 
And I'll tell you what. Except for Ramsey Bolton. The funny thing is, is the showrunner <laughs> for Inhumans is the same showrunner for season one of Iron Fist. So you know his ass is never working with Marvel ever again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> to, uh, After everybody hated... Oh, not everybody hated. A lot of people strongly disliked Iron Fist season one. Just about everybody kind of hated... In humans, and that's why it got canceled. Yeah, there's no way he's working with any other project. He's not touching shit. When you have yeah. a Metacritic score of eight, you know you done done done. <laughs> so here, here's a good question though. With in back onto the main MCU part of the conversation, we get we get uh, you know obviously Infinity War. Mm-hmm. After Infinity War. The projection of what we think is going to kind of come through after that. The ramifications, in my opinion, are going to be huge. It's really going to change the MCU landscape, as you mentioned before. It's going to level the playing field. I don't think we're going to get that that leveling of the. I don't think we're going to get that leveling of the playing field that you're talking about until after Infinity War Part Two. That's think, what I'm talking about. I'm saying after all of Infinity War, meaning Part One, Part Two. After so, Infinity War is complete and Thanos is no longer an issue for them, what's the direction do you believe is going to be how MCU is going to kind of proceed? How do you top that? Is that probably a better question in my opinion? I, I think you have to go and start leaning towards Secret Invasion. That's the only thing that kind of makes sense considering I've followed some of the other it, storylines. It's not going to give you as big as a big bad as Thanos, but the only way that you can do it is to build more internal strife, build more kind of espionage, build a lot more sabotage, build something to where you're like, I don't know who's good, who's bad, what's going on. We're fighting a huge force that literally does nothing but infiltrate. And it would also be crazy too, because just like in the comics to have that throwback of, yeah, some of these people were scrolls for a while now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, Here, here's my problem. Secret Invasion, as much as I love it, would be really, really difficult to do in in film format. Um, at, at least in, in my mind. Um, if they could prove me wrong, more to them. But the thing is, is, I think what would be easier for them to do, and what I actually think could transpire, is if they tighten up the writing on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they hone Agents of Shield to the point where we're, we we get past Infinity War and it starts to make come some kind of cohesive sense. They could lead us in through Agents of Shield into the the breakout on the raft, and they could actually lead us into um, big bads like Graviton and um, Serpent Society and stuff like that to kind of give Serpent Society to the Netflix universe. Because I think that would work well for them. Because it's heroes for higher. Yeah, uh, that's fine. For higher Shield can do what like it wants. I'm talking about the movies. No, but what I'm saying for the, <laughs> what I'm saying for the movies. It's a long, convoluted explanation. He's getting to the point. Yeah. <laughs> give him some time. Oh, my, give him some time. My point is, is if I you, need you to suffer from Marvel syndrome right now, and I need you to fucking hurry up. Okay. So Marvel syndrome aside, <laughs> I think that because of what we saw. With the raft at the end of Civil War, we could actually be introduced to a lot of the, like, villains that we know and love that that were in a lot of the comics that we didn't get to see in the, movies up till now. Because, we, because now we have the, the Doctor Strange. We have the things where we have things that, don't ex- that aren't easily explained no, by science. No, but that's the beautiful thing about Secret Invasion. Is just like they did for the previous phases leading up to Infinity War. It's going to take time to plot out, plan, 
and amass what's going to happen. You could have these villains that are still big-time villains, like Graviton or something like that, that appear in a movie, do something, but ultimately you're leading towards going and finding out and dealing with this scroll invasion. Okay? That, that that's that's my personal opinion. I, I understand what you're talking about in introducing these more landscapes. I, I literally think they're going to do Secret Invasion at, at, like they did Civil War. Like, to me, that's how it feels. Like, they're going to do it as a single movie. It's not going to be some huge build-up thing. It might be the end of... It might be even the end of just Phase 4. It might be the end of Phase 5. I don't see it being the end the end-all be-all of, like, say, we're doing it as a trilogy of phases again, and I don't see that ending phase six. Like, I don't see that being the big bad. I see that being a minor step along the way, or uh, not necessarily a minor step, but a big step along a shorter path. I mean, to be honest, again, like I said, even with scrolls, which to me is, like, at least the perfect... It at least comes close to Thanos. I really don't think you can really top Thanos unless you do... The cataclysmic event that leads to Battleworlds and the Secret Wars, which I don't even know how that would translate well into a movie. So the yeah. next best thing we could get would be Secret Invasion. I agree with, with John on that. And that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. I, I think we nothing can... else could really come to that same level that we're gonna get. At least what I feel we're gonna get from Infinity Wars one two. Because who else can you really see? On that same level as Thanos. Well, here and this is this is something I mean, we, no, we actually well, kind of discussed this before. Let's, let's make sure we understand that I don't think there is a single scroll, except for maybe a scroll deity that is going to live up to comparison of Thanos. Yeah, but storyline wise, it, it would be interesting to see this invasion. Like yes, you said, for absolutely. all the reasons. No, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you that it would be interesting to see. I'm saying that I think it's. Harder to do as a big bad in, at the end of another trilogy of, uh, of phases. I think, that, again, it will be a midway point or a transitionary point in, in phases coming along. <laughs> I think that we would be more likely to see, like, as a truly big bad, we discussed this before. When we at the at, when we watched a movie, we, we you can all, say Black Panther. It's okay. Yeah, okay. It's not when a spoiler watched, to say well, that we're not, we're not Black Panther. Yeah, we're not as, spoiling anything yeah. for the movie. If you say we talked about a specific villain that had nothing to do with Black Panther yes. before we saw Black Panther, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> so when we were going to go see Black Panther, we we discussed the the possibility of them introducing the true Mandarin and also Fing Fang Foom. And I think that would be one of those things that we could do, that the MCU could do. We could do. Yeah. <laughs> we could totally do it. We, we could totally do it. Screw, Disney, Mar- screw Marvel. We're just going to do it ourselves. Disney, you heard it. We hired ourselves. <laughs> but I, I think that would be a, a, a good transitionary big bad. I think if we're going to continue to see the phases work the, the way they have, I think that Mandarin is powerful enough, scary enough to where... He could be that thing that the new Avengers are going to have to deal with. See, I disagree with you only because of the fact that you're talking about how that wouldn't be a great way to end the fa- uh, a phase. It's actually the perfect way to end a phase because let's look at the comics. Secret Invasion came at the very end of Civil War. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I- I'm saying it could transition from like, we could see that as the end of phase four going into phase five. I'm saying that it's not going to end the trilogy of phases. I'm saying it's not going to be the end of phase six. That's what I'm trying to get across. I'm saying that it's not going to be your final big bad. And I actually don't see it being the end. Like I said, it might be the end of phase five because I don't think they're going to rush into doing scroll that early. They may because we're we're supposed to get them in Captain Marvel. I think it's going to be a completely great 
a small tap to what's going on with the fact that you're going to have Captain Marvel with the Kree going against the Skrull. People are going to go, okay, well, the Kree are dealing with these Skrull and everything like that. Well, Captain Marvel, you're from Earth. Okay, this brings us some intrigue for that. Hey, scout out. Go do it. Like, as an introduction, now we've known that the Skrull have kind of known about Earth and dealt with it in the comics for a long time. But... To, to kind of, that was a, that's a perfect way to introduce the scroll, not fully show what they can do, do a small nod and kind of small glimpse of like, hey, they can kind of shapeshift, they can kind of telepathically fuck with people, but they're, they're warriors and stuff like that. And then, well, the space, you're, you're again min- mingling what's going on in space to Earth, which is the center point of the Marvel Universe. Okay, you're bringing more of what's going on into there. And what if it is a segue point? What if the scroll are an agent lining up for the Celestials? I don't know, but at least it's at least it's a major event that's kind of tying things together. Well, and, and this is something that I literally just thought about because of ta- like thinking about scroll and the way that they handle things and the way that you would kind of have to do that as a movie, like having essentially one person play two roles for almost everybody because everybody would have to be their scroll selves and then their real selves. I think that you How could. How epic would that? Be? I think that you could do a fantastic job of building that towards. And don't fucking hate me for saying this. I will. Building towards a century void conclusion to the end of the Marvel universe, or the at least the end of the next major phases of it. See, MCU. I feel that the void is a lesser. Thing it's to a deal lesser with. known thing. I think. Like the thing is, is. A lot of people know about Sentry. Not a lot of people know... Like, not a lot of people could see Sentry's origin story being very good. Like, it's kind of lame. It's essentially Superman's. You're not really going anywhere new with creating a Sentry movie. But I think if you did him as, like, a... He shows up, proves just how friggin' powerful he is, and then the Void takes over... And then that's what they have to deal with. I think that would be a good way for like a mighty or new Avengers to end. But wasn't that the whole segue Civil War Secret Invasion uh mighty Avengers? The, as far am as I, I am I stating the, it in correct order? Oh, it's you, there's fear. you are because Mighty Avengers and Secret Invasion were roughly the same timeline. Yeah. Well no, yes, you, you had Secret Invasion, then it became Fear itself. Fear itself then okay, came, so. but Fear itself was was after the end of Mighty Avengers. Fear itself would be its own like segue period, right? Don't you think? It, that's think another it's... one that's really hard to do because of the way that it was handled in the comics. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do that in film. <laughs> well, because Fear itself definitely, especially. Uh... Well, no, you had Siege. I'm sorry. Siege came after. Yeah. yeah. Then it was, because Siege is where you see Sentry really come into play, especially near the very end, with the Void. But I, th- I don't know if I would necessarily see Sentry as, like, a full-on... But again, I could be wrong. I, we're we're I'm just, just trying, no, I'm trying no. to think of, I'm trying to think of I, things... I don't think so. I'm just trying to think of things that are in that, in, in that like, cosmic power kind of sphere. The only thing... That I can that I can think of that has handled Thanos one on one is like Sentry and Squirrel Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
If Squirrel Girl's a major villain in the MCU, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, she would never be a major villain. But you she never would, know. That, that's gonna be the thing. She does where, command rodents. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be all thrown off this minor character, uh, Squirrel Girl. She's gonna appear in the movie and she's gonna be the one who, who you know, wins the day at the end of well, Infinity War. They War actually II. are gonna have a TV show that is gonna have Squirrel Girl. Right? No, I I know. That, they already have her casted and everything. Yeah. We're ignoring the big fact, though, is okay, we have Hela, who is the, you know, who is gone. Because Thor... She's not dead, but she can come back. Asgard's gone. Technically, her power's gone. Um, so, the, but remember, Asgard, is, home... In, in all, no, she's <laughs> literally tied to Asgard. The plane of existence. The plane of existence. Yes. But again, Completely remember different. that the whole the whole point of... But, but the point is, is are they going to introduce true death? The Infinity Gauntlet can bring it back. It could. There, there's oh, also I, the fact that the whole the whole purpose of uh, of both Asgard and Ragnarok is to be cyclical. It's it's this it's a cycle of life and death. Like it's supposed to have the whole thing happen, and it's supposed to be a cycle in the of events. It's always happening. Yeah. Um. That that's a bit a big trope in the comics. Like Thor has aged. Thor has died. Odin has died. Then they come back. Balder saves the universe. And so what you're talking about is a reboot. I understand. <laughs> Eventually it will be a reboot because uh, eventually somebody will get too old to play a role. Yeah, I mean, we'll it, get, we'll we're, if we're gonna Portman if we're Thor. gonna finally see like, uh, I a, think we need a Natalie Portman Thor. Come on, <laughs> she's not coming back. She's done with the the universe. She's completely like, I'm good. I just want to see her in in like their version of female armor. I want to see if it's as bad as MMO female armor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, they they will definitely make sure that it'll she's... be like the comic. The comic is modest. It's not. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it, it'll be like Sif's armor. Sif's armor was fine. Yeah, <laughs> full body suit, armor plating everywhere, stuff like that. But to your original point, because I do want to bring this back up, we did discuss the whole thing with Mandarin. Because, alright, we can talk about the MCU, all the movies we've seen have been fantastic, but they're not without their little flaws. I think the biggest one we can all agree on, we have agreed on, is the, how they handled Mandarin. Because the whole thing, oh, well... Oh, I thought we were going to agree on the, the, the last half-itis. Well, that, that too. I mean, there's, <laughs> the little, there's little Marvelisms that they need to break out of, as we discussed in the past. But a huge injustice... Was definitely Mandarin. Yes, because we had oh extremists. Uh, James Kingsley. Oh Ben Kingsley. Ben so you're, you're talking about the actor. Sorry, uh, sorry. No, but I, even still, yes, that guy. Oh no, he, he's a fancy. If he would have been legitimately uh, Mandarin, that would have been fantastic. Yes. He, he looked the part. He acted the part. Shut your mouth, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was amazing. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything against Ben Kingsley. Reach across Anthony and slap you again. <laughs> you hold hold on till I make my goddamn you. point, you assholes. Um, <laughs> no, I'm. I, this is in preparation because I know you're going to say something stupid. No, Ben Kingsley did amazingly well in that role. Yeah. The problem that I had with it is they wrote Mandarin as a terrorist, not as a like mystical being. That's my and, that, and they, they can were always transition, and that's what and they're gonna yes. do. That's what they're gonna do. But I don't like. He's not supposed to be Middle Eastern, first of all. I I understand that, but wow, like you you have to at least give a a, a nod to the fact that they're they they want to do something they want modern. They want to do something. Yeah, to, to, he he. I has, get where they were coming from with it. I just 
To me, if you're going to do Mandarin, you have to do it as a mystical being. Which, I was completely fine as his um, as an actual ex- uh, ex- extremist. Okay. Extremist? Not extremist. <laughs> extremist. That's why I slowed down. <laughs> because, unfortunately, that's what it was. It mm-hmm. was a dude who was hopped up on extremists. And then that's... We call bullshit. <laughs> but, no, that's the thing, though, is they, they have their opportunity redeeming themselves. Because... With that movie, they actually had, like, um, on, on the Blu-ray or something, they had an additional scene where they do a mockumentary of Ben Kingsley's character in jail talking about how great of an actor he is because he still got arrested because he was still part of the ploy. And he gets busted out of prison, and there's a guy. You have the, the, the thugs that are of, of the Ten Rings, which is yeah. Mandarin. They have the tattoo and all, and he basically points the gun at the guy. He says, you've been using my boss's name now you're going to answer for it. So that's already... And the problem is, is that's like a deleted scene, so we're not entirely sure whether or not that is truly part of the MCU. Wishful thinking, I would like to think that, that this is their way of possibly redeeming themselves. Like you said, we could potentially still get Mandarin in the MCU because, again, there's other movies. I've mentioned it before. Unfortunately, now I forgot. This is why I hate the fact that we've had this discussion already. <laughs> but in other movies, there have been other thugs that have had the 10 the ant- tattoo the on the neck. That's an Ant-Man. That's what it was. And anyway, you have the 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 um, the ten ring thugs that actually have the tattoos on the neck, so it, it's not without reason. It's not without merit either. And to be to be fair, like I said, I think that would be a good segue villain, if not a good end villain. Like I I I don't see him being you know Iron Man six. I still haven't heard a good end villain villain from you. Because well, if you're going to say Graviton is is the no no good no end he, villain, he he again that, that was the Segway only thing, villain but well, but that's what I'm saying like I, I haven't heard yet really from you about Carnage and it <laughs> no, no we said yes. good ending villain no Carnage good <laughs> the, the issue is maximum Carnage giant that, Carnage so no and no he was only is, he was only giant planet and symbiotes which whatever thankfully they're, they're this is, we will hopefully never see. This is the problem with Marvel. They're, they're shooting their load too early. The, the, Thanos is the big bad. Thanos is pretty much no, one of the, the end all be all. Like, the only way is. you go beyond this is if you bring in like the Beyonder. No, or but the problem is, is that this is the one I'm above all. To, you're, you're, or... you're thinking, you're thinking too much. Is like it has to be. Uh, it, it has to be. A massively destructive force. We've seen it time and time again that a a villain who may not be as powerful as Thanos, but uses the situation and the resources correctly, can manipulate a stance and be a great threat. And who can be a threat that lines up for something towards the end. They Zemo. can take advantage. Well, Zemo is a great calculative villain. To, it's, it's, it's sad to see that he kind of was short-lived in kind of that scenario. But, but look at look what he did. Like, even well, without okay. seeing him very much, look at what he managed to right. But again, here, look at, look at what I'm trying to say. So for, he was a villain for Captain America. No, yes, yeah. it was. It was everybody. It was a Captain, but it was the Captain America movie. It's yeah. it wasn't the it wasn't the big Avengers movie. Avengers Avengers is the is the how should I put this? It's the end all be all essentially. Yeah, but you it, broke it's up where the it's where you get the well. Yes, he did, <laughs> but again, he wasn't 
he wasn't the Avengers villain. He was the Captain America Civil War Which villain. Which only further proves my point. He was such a badass. He didn't even need to be in the Avengers to completely fuck things up. I, I really, I really, I really think that you're driving too much on the fact that if it's an Avengers movie, it has to go towards a super massive big bad. It doesn't have instead of being creative. I'm, I'm just going with the trope. All I'm saying, but is that's that why the, I'm saying you're wrong because I'm saying that the Marvel universe can do it creatively enough with an arc of comic that even if a villain is not super big bad, but he can he can gain some kind of wealth of energy, wealth of power in story to do something, you can create him as him or her, whatever, the next big arc. Okay, I would agree with you if they wouldn't have wasted a lot of the villains that could do that already. You, the only one that we that the only one that I would say is is capable of being the next true like Avengers villain is Doom. And the problem is is he's still outside of canon for them. Scrolls. They're bringing him back in Scrolls were scrolls. never a major like to be Scr- scrolls have been a major villain for Avengers and the Fantastic Four for and, a long and time. And just about every. But the thing is, is to to me, they're still not as the war against the Kree has been a major thing for a long time, and that's against the Avengers as well. Um, if, if we're if, again, it doesn't it doesn't feel as impactful to me. Like it's one of those things. Like I love I love the Secret Invasion. That's the problem. Is it? I'm I'm saying if. Dwell on the word if, please, because you're not hearing anything. Um, you have to give them time with Mandarin stuff to place those subtle cues and build it for the next arc. You have to give them time to go, hey, we're thinking about using Emperor Scrawl as the big bad. Emperor Scrawl is not going to be... Um, Thanos level strength and power, but you know what? And if we're going with Super Scroll as the Emperor, which would be great anyways, he's gonna have all these different powers anyways. Plus, he's the super soldier of their kind. By the turnover that happens with the Avengers, you may not have the Hulk anymore in those movies. So what is detrimental and big and menacing for these groups of characters may not be the same menacing big bad that they deal with in the future. They may have to go. We're not going to deal with a maestro villain. Okay. Who is mega strong, but we're going to deal with a guy who can manipulate, utilize an army and the whole scene of everything. Another super creative outcome for everything. As the villain. They could do Ultron. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, I know. I'll agree with Mike on certain things. They they utilize certain major villains way too early. Certain major villains way too early. Ultron could have played a bigger role down the line. But instead, they use it as a plot device to create Vision, Vision which will line up the final stone for Thanos. Okay? But we- you have cosmic entities. You We're still bring... missing the soul gem. That's actually what I was going to get at. I was going to say we should just as, as a final. Uh, I think I think they were trying. I think Marvel was trying to do the fuck you with the whole like, oh, you're missing the letter H from Thanos. Yeah, you know, it was going to be in Heimdall or the hammer or his head. Oh wait, no, that that's the Mind Stone. Yeah. <laughs> now there's still a lot of people still debating on whether or not it's Wakanda, and um, 
Is his name Ryan Coogler, the the director of Black Panther? I do not remember the name of the director. Oh man, I'm gonna feel like an asshole for not remembering that. But anyways, the the director of Black Panther actually addressed that, saying that Wakanda is so amazing in itself, especially with all of its vibranium, that to give them a soul stone kind of feels like it would just kind of cheapen Wakanda in itself well, and it take also, away from it. To but there's a- still a lot of people that feel that it's there, especially the fact that we see the whole fight going down in Wakanda. It shouldn't in the be trailer. on Earth. The, the final gem shouldn't be on Earth. It should be in one of the other nine realms. Because that's been that's kind of been the trope. I'm fine the, with that. Like, I mean, realistically, I agree. Like, why does every single, almost just about every single one of them, why do they have to be there? I well, mean, re- reality almost and power were out the space. Uh, technically, technically, Thanos already had three of them. Thanos because he gave he gave one to Loki in the scepter. Yes, he. He... Reality was stolen from Malekith from uh, what the Asgardians had. Well, the the Aether was the power gem, the... but that that wasn't. He didn't have that. Well, no, he may power... have had that one prior, but he, he ended up. Cosmic losing Cube it was always on Earth. Was the it? Tesseract? Yeah, yeah the was Tesseract always was on, on Earth. Earth. Okay, so it was just the one that he always had, right? There, there was that, another one that I thought he had too, but because I, I thought he gave something else to somebody else. No, no, the the, the ones that have been out in space so far. Have been the ether, which is uh, power right. gem. No, reality. Power gem was in Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So purple. Um, they've kind of messed with the scepter. Is also in space. Became Earth thanks to Loki and the scepter. Right, but that was w- with that. That so that was space. That's three. Uh, Tesseract, which is uh, the actual space gem, is was on Earth. Um, at least as far so, as we, as long, so, at least as long as we know. Yeah. And so it was time. The time gem. and time gem was always on Earth. So two. So, well, he they, they said that he got that from another realm. Who got that from another the, realm? the the uh, Agamotto? Because it's the amulet. It could have been, but it's been it's been on there for yeah, it's been on there for a long time. I mean, do you really the, think that the, the cosmic one cube was like generated? The cosmic cube wasn't generated on Earth. It's just been there for a really yeah, long it's time. Place for a you know, so yes, we're only missing the soul gem. Which is what Heimdall? <laughs> no, it is Heimdall. Not, it no, is Heimdall. No, enough. No. And see, that's the beauty. There's still so many people like debating and trying to figure out where is the soul gem. It is the Carmen San Diego of the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> where in the world is the freaking soul gem? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think we've kind of killed. <laughs> our souls in this discussion so <laughs> the, the fighting between you and and mike personally was very entertaining yeah i, I believe <laughs> i was it. almost ready to break out the boxing gloves for you too yeah he'd lose <laughs> <laughs> i know his knees are weak i just kick him. <laughs> he has a bad back too like it's not really fair i have like a hundred pounds on him <laughs> two almost no uh, you are not 50 pounds that was <laughs> that was a fat joke. Hit him. Yeah. Hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Freaking show but, you how fat this quick guy can move. <laughs> and, but I do definitely agree with you. I think how that'll... fat this quick guy can move. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, John. Cheers. Yep. I think you've had one yeah, too many. No. One? <laughs> <laughs> and that'll definitely roll us out for this episode. So if you enjoyed it, of course, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Also, ding that bell for future videos. And we're not just on YouTube anymore. Also be sure to check out our Podbean as well as Ready Comics Roll on iTunes and Google Play. 
Follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the other ones listed down in the description below. Jump on our Discord channel so you can actually go ahead and fight with me and Mike and see who's the victor. Maybe you'll take the round, maybe you'll see if Mike wins one, or John, who the hell knows. Maybe Anthony will put in his two cents and not just toss us gloves and stir the pot. Also follow us on Twitch for our impromptu live streams. We might play some Monster Hunter, we might play some Dragon Ball Fighters, we might just dick around. And if you'd like to see us grow, don't forget we have a Patreon. Head on over and become a patron today.